Finally, we back. Welcome back to another episode of High Side of the Ropes. It has been a weekend of wrestling, uh, specifically for all of us here at High Side of the Ropes. Um, two day, t- fucking two shows in the same day. Two shows in the same day. One independent, one wrestling, one, one pro. WWE. All right. So we had Elimination Chamber yesterday, and we had IWA Anarchy Rules, which that we'll get into in a little bit, seeing as how a couple of us from High Side of the Ropes were actually part of the show. But I guess we're going to kick it off with the Elimination Chamber review. Which, by the way, I am the host with the toast, Nick Downey. Alongside me is the IWA's underdog and new IWA breakthrough oh, champion. Oh, I thought I thought we were saving that for the second half. It's okay. I'll okay. Spoil it. And new IWA breakthrough champion. It's back with me, motherfuckers. Brandon oh my Downey. God, that's your introduction. Eddie is finally here in the booth. Yeah, I'm actually this time too. Yeah, good wow. shit. And oh, my- so now, oh, so now he's officially Blaze. Yep. And he's my, only Blaze on the podcast when he's high. And my right-hand man and main co-host himself, Eulis Harris. Thank you. Back again. Yes, Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. again. High size back. back. Killing men. Man. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 Hey, no, 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 Got it. <laughs> hey, yo! What the fuck? No. <laughs> I don't know what kind of shit you be smoking. And don't mind me, because I lost my voice. Cause, you know, I, I lost my busy. voice. I, lo- I was too busy booing Brandon last night. <laughs> Everyone was booing Brandon last night, if you No, heard. it was only you two assholes. I don't know. It was pretty loud. All right, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But, hey, yo. Hey, yo. Chico. Chico. Oh, God. So, Elimination Chamber. Yeah, so, um, obviously we didn't watch it live because uh, we were involved with IWA. I didn't watch it at all. So, but we went back and watched her. At least two of us did. So, we're going to give you a quick review of Elimination Chamber. We can't go into too much detail because a couple of us here haven't seen it, but... Two of us have, so we're gonna give you what we got. I only saw, I only know the stuff that I saw, like authors of wrestling post about. That's the only thing that I really saw. So I was too busy getting my head out of the gutter for my match. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. Uh, it's it was a huge night. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess, I guess what we 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 start with the opener. Yeah, the opener was the women's chamber. Yeah, that was. Uh, it was a short chamber. Honestly, it felt pretty short. I mean, the winner felt pretty obvious. Yeah. The match went 19 minutes and 30 seconds. It felt pretty obvious, especially when we kind of figured out who was coming out last, which was Asuka. Yeah. But, you know, we didn't really have that much eliminations until that much later into the match itself. Although, I got to say, I was really annoyed when they missed Nikki Cross's elimination just because they're showing her getting put through the pod on the replay, yeah. and we missed it. They're like, oh, no, she kicked out. Nikki Cross has been eliminated. Oh, my God. They really missed it on the replay. Yep. I was like, bruh. Uh, but Oscar walked out. Oscar walked out. 
of the chamber now has the right to face Bianca for the WWE uh, Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. Yeah. Hollywood. Yep. So, do we want to say like who eliminated who and what entrance they came in? Yeah, we could. Yeah. For it. Okay. So, first to enter was Nikki Cross. Yeah. Yeah. Second was Liv. Third was Natalia. Fourth was Raquel Rodriguez. Fifth was Carmella, and sixth with Oscar. Nikki Cross was eliminated by uh, Ooh, Raquel Rodriguez. Awesome. Yeah. Liv was eliminated by Asuka and Natalia. Yeah. Natalia was eliminated by Carmella. Yep. Raquel Rodriguez was eliminated by Asuka and Carmella. Mm. And Carmella was eliminated by Asuka. Yep. So fucking Carmella made it to the final two. Yeah, I wasn't with it. I wasn't either. I mean, if it was Liv, I would understand. I mean, I like I that. I like that. Not, I like that notoriety for Carmella. I just hope they don't let it go to waste. And then there that was, she was in the final two. And then, and then there, and then there was Corey Graves being a simp, and it, it was very, very, very. No, weird. I found it funny when they were announcing her in the chamber, and they said the uh, Michael Call said that she was the first woman to win the Money in the Bank ladder match twice, and I'm like, no, no. no. the first one. I'll never forget was won by an actual man, James yeah. Ellsworth. In technicality. Great job. In technicality and clear visual music. and clear visual of a couple thousand people. Unhooks it, drops it down to her, rings the bell. What? That a man. First ever, the, damn it. Won the women's money in the bank. Was fucking dumb. And then it wasn't the first thing that was announced that was uh, addressed on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. It's like, look. Vince, you've always done that spot, but they always get pushed off because they're willing to die for this. Yep. Why didn't you do it that time? Facts. I won't say willing to die, but you know what I mean. It's like, come on, that spot always gets done. Literally. But over in this one, uh, the dual eliminations with Asuka. That was cool. With uh, Carmella. The one uh, sequence. Carmella and uh, Asuka eliminating Raquel just with the yeah. double kick sequence into the double hook of the leg pin. The one se- the one ongoing sequence that they had when uh, Asuka first came in. Because if you remember, um, Carmella was sitting there taunting Asuka. Oh, yeah. Were as- she, she was the first person yeah. she went for. Exactly. Chased her around everywhere. And that whole sequence was dope as fuck. They went at it for a good, like, five Grinding to her face minutes. into the cage. Throwing yeah. her face in the cage. Yep. Throwing her head in the cage and then also and then, smiling. And then Carmella like trips her up real quick and runs away. And then freaking Asuka quickly recovers, goes to the opposite fucking side of the ring and runs mm-hmm. and hits her with an Enzi. Oh my God, that was great. It's like you talk shit, you're going to get hit. But there was only really one clear winner in my opinion. And it had to be Asuka. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like she went through this whole transformation. And if not for this, then for what? Really? Also, this makes her along the list of four other people to win an Elimination Chamber, Money in the Bank, and Royal Rumble. The other people on that list are John Cena, Randy Orton, Edge, and Brock Lesnar. Wow, she's the first woman to do it. Yep. First woman in Fuck yeah. First woman in the top five. Honestly, Still making I th- history. I thought uh Charlotte won that as well. She has not won a chamber. No. Okay. She's never competed in a chamber. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't even Did she win Money in the Bank? Seen- uh, I don't think she has no. Okay, I thought I forgot. I don't, I don't think I think she was in the first one, the for first some, two. For some reason, I thought Charlotte won Money in the Bank at one point. So that that's probably just on me. <laughs> no, but, she was in the first two. But 
Honestly, you guys can't blame me for thinking that Charlotte wasn't the first, was was also yeah, one she, uh, money in the she's bank. Always the first thing to everything. Yeah, first she, women yeah. telling to sell pay per view. Yeah, she was. The, yeah, and and yeah, she was the first ever women's champion. Yeah, let's never forget that that they tried to say like, oh yeah, they're the first ever women's champion. Yeah, then Oscar actually <laughs> has a legitimate first now. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Also, she tweeted out like her grinding Carmella's face in the fucking. Uh, Shane saying business before pleasure. Yep. And another one of her smiling saying patience is a virtue. Yep. All these are legitimate wallpapers in their own right. Yes, they are. But but uh, yes, pointed at the sign like everyone does. Now we have the women's both women's match set for eh, Mania. Yeah. Unless the tag titles actually get put on the line, I'll be very surprised. Mm-hmm. And now Eulis is living Oscalinia. Because it's the first time she's actually getting put in legitimate feud right now. And, and actually like, having a legitimate, like, storyline-driven, like, going for something. Instead of willing to tag team with Charlotte Flair, who was, like, your enemy, like, a year ago. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, I like the tag title reigns, but when it was with Kyrie, it made sense. After that, I think it just should have been straight solo. But... Looks like it's going going in the right direction. Her squashing literally everyone yeah. on the way here. Yep. Tapping out Chelsea Green and then having a tag match, decking her own partner out just cause, and yep. then winning the match itself. Yep. Adopting a new arm bar as a as a finisher now instead of the Oscar lock. Yep. But so far, her versus Bianca. Bianca, I'm sorry, but you are not ready. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Not ready for Oscar. No. Or Oscar Mania. Uh, next yeah. match on the card. Oh, sorry. Are we still talking? Are we still talking about? Or are we going to the next? We're one? going to the next. Okay. One. Next one is Brock versus Bobby. This was disqualification. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Here we go. Because yeah. me and Eulis were on the same. Uh, this match, we we're, we were kind of on the same pattern with this one. We, I, I did not like this. Match. I gave him a warning. Before he started to watch this match, so he he gave me a warning and he he told me he's like one match pissed me off. I'm like, okay, which one? He's like, I'm not gonna tell you. Just watch it and you'll see. And I saw. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what? Ironically enough, he only saw the main event on the night uh, the show actually happened. Yeah, I'll I'll get into that whole story later on in the show. Yeah, so that's the main event that you saw. I fell asleep watching only the first match after it ended because I had to wait for it to end because it would have brought me to where the live is. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, wait for it to end. Ended. Started it. Watched the elim- elim- Women's Elimination Chamber. As soon as the entrance just started, fell asleep. Yep. So after I rewatched it this morning, uh, what's it called? This match happened. And honestly, it looked fairly promising. They came out the gate already. Yeah. It was finisher mania right off the bat. Yep. And they're just getting straight to it. And everything so, was yeah. high impact moves, yeah, I, signatures I, out the way. I'm sitting there. I'm like, how does Eulis like, what's wrong with this match? I'm like, it looks good so far. And you're probably thinking maybe it's like another match. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Like, they, what, like is Eulis out of his mind right now? Like, this is actually pretty fucking cool. Like, what the hell's going on? And then, uh, uh, oh my God. Who disqualified who? So, yeah. after he kicked out of the F5, and after he went to go hit him with another one. Another one. Another <laughs> yep. one. So, after that, 
some more back and forth sequences uh, happened and came by. And then got put in the hurt lock for a second time. And this time, his hands actually, actually got clasped and it was locked in. Yep. And this time, Brock just could not escape. But he's not passing out. He's not dropping to the floor. He's still on both his feet, just kind of swaying back and forth while Bobby is wrenching and yanking with the full Nelson lock that he has going on. And then all of a sudden, Brock just takes a step forward and just swing backs a donkey kick right to Bobby's jewel cap. Oh just right in his go nuts. You know this is going to lead to a DQ! And I'm just like, oh my god, what the hell? Yep. And I'm just like, the oh. ref, I'm like, the first thing I said, I thought was, did the referee see it? I'm looking at it, I'm like, good God, man, you couldn't have, what? I'm like, you couldn't have at least hit him first? I'm like, wait a minute. I, I'm sitting there, I'm like, wait, Brock's not even go. Brock can't get out of the hurt lock from a standing position? And I'm just like, you couldn't even have run to the ropes? <laughs> You seem like the guy that would have ran to the ropes to try to yeet your whole body out just to escape from that. Like, fuck it. We're both doing a suicide dive. Some bullshit like that. Because I still remember that shit he did Extreme Rules against John Cena where he just leaped off the steps into a weird, like, single axe handle until collapsing on his knee on the outside for no reason. You remember that? Yes. That shit was crazy. Yeah, and then see the job. But then, Brock Lesnar F5s the referee. Why? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Why? And then the fast chant one more time. Why? And then the, he throws Bobby out. This Montreal? Goes out. Yes. yes. Goes outside. Takes the lid off the top of the announce table. Lifts up Bobby after adjusting the monitors. And by the way, I like how the new monitors now, after we've come up in technology, they did not stop playing the pay-per-view on it at all. I remember back in, like, the old days from, like, 2010 to 2011 with those old blocky ones. The second you just lightly yanked down that shit, it would just go black. So, yay for technology. That shit was reliable. (laughs) And, man, it was still playing after Bobby Lashley went flying through it with a vicious F5. Yeet! Yep. Shout out to technology. Yeah. And then he went back inside, threw the referee out, picked up the referee, and then F5'd him on the rest of the announced table that was already collapsed at ringside. So why? And then walked back, and that's it. Yep. That, that, was, that was the match. What made it weird was that on Friday, and it was something that I didn't consider at all, uh, Bray calling out, Bobby and uh, Brock in his promo after killing out Midrow and saying that uh, that'd be interesting, but uh, saying that the winner of Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar should run. So it made it interesting. It made it interesting to me because it was like, okay, so we could revisit, like somebody said, the Wyatt Six versus the Hurt Business, which isn't a bad idea. No. And then also. What's it called? Not like another faction like that, but Brock beat, or more or less, I told you, Brock revisiting Bray from like that weird roadblock angle they had going out of the 2016 Rumble where the Wyatt family eliminated him. And then we're getting Harper and Bray versus Brock. And then it was just Harper and Brock. 
And then Brock just squashed Harper in front of Bray, and Bray just stood there and watched yeah. and didn't do anything. Brock. And then that was the feud. Yep. And that was all they ever had. That's what made Survivor Series so weird. We're going to get Universal Champion The Fiend versus Adam Cole versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, okay, we're doing something else. You remember that? Yes. But no, they didn't do that triple threat. It was just like, okay, singles only. But, I mean, unless they plan on running back Brock and Bobby again for Mania, I don't see the point of the ending of this match. I thought it was going to end at a definitive, like, Loss for either or. Yeah. I thought Brock was going to lose because Bobby was going to reunite with the Hurt Business. Yeah. And then that was going to be the end of the feud. So I thought that's what it was going to be. So it sense. did. I thought it was that's what it was going to be because MVP and uh, had Shelton and uh, Cedric. Cedric back together again. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay. Now we already, they already had the backstage of MVP right before his U.S. title match with Theory, yep. where he said, I could come out there and back you up. But he said, no, nah, I'm good. So I'm thinking we could revisit that, especially since they had a Shelton and Cedric come back with MVP, mm-hmm. that this is going to happen at Chamber, and that's going to be the end of the Brock feud. And then maybe Bray will go after Brock. Yeah. Because Brock just got off the loss. You can pray off that loss. Exactly. So it works. It does. But – it just ended a DQ, and it's like, okay, so we're doing this again? This is also the rubber match, too. Like, they said yeah, this exactly. in the video is... package. I'm <laughs> thinking, there is going to be a definitive winner. No excuses. One outcome. Nope, DQ. And I'm like, ah, are we sure Vince is not back? Like, I felt like this was his decision. They, more, they even put it, they did put it in the promo package. It's, it's like, a I like, match. It's like, I like how this Brock is. Bobby who? We had people chanting Bobby who at Bobby. Some of the chants last night were fucking funny as hell. Oh, hell yeah, man. Mm-hmm. My God. So, man, I actually thought this was going to be a great match and then the finish happened. But they're saying that they're, now that there's actually going to be another definitive match at Mania between them again. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about it. I mean... I'm going to see how it is, but if it's not, like, going to blow me away, I'm still going to believe this is still awful. I didn't really like it that much at all. Like, just not not the whole match, but just that finish. Yeah, I kind of don't want to see him the whole, fight again. The action in the whole start was great. Yeah. And it had me hooked. And it was a great match. And then when it went into D- DQ, it was just, okay, so we have to see it again. Yep. Uh, Still going to see it. I just hope like it's going to be like the next result of like Roman v Brock where yep. okay we're not getting it on repeat but we're going to get like a nice big conclusion out of it and then that's it yeah. because I don't think we're going to ever have anything better as Bulldozer Mania just yep. eating the ring up into like a weird Doctor Strange bent position. Oh, you mean uh, yep. some, uh, a fucking tractor slam? Yeah. Tractor just slam. tractor slam. The fact that that was an actual boss thing on Supercard. Yeah. Like, because they'll never top that for a conclusion with just a chaotic end to a rivalry. I know. And I hope that's the type of thing we're going to get with Bobby and Brock. But the finish, I didn't like with the DQ. The DQ kind of threw me off. But Especially with this being marketed as the rubber match. Mm -hmm. The rubber match itself. So now we're I gonna have, so now we're gonna have a rubber match to the rubber match. Like they just should have said rubber match. Yeah. Uh unless they 
didn't know like it was going to come to it at this point where they're going to get put off again. But either or, it was a good matchup until it. it I'd was. still recommend it, but it's still, mm, I don't know, it's still too fresh. Yeah, it's a day after. Oh, well, I just saw. Me, was, I saw the rest of it like uh, early this morning. Well, for me, it was a couple hours after. It yeah. was early this morning. But uh, other than that, we'll see where it goes. I just want to see the hurt business back. Actually, worried yeah, me, me too. So the uh, night, at least so, we had, at least we got Cowboy Brock. Yeah, Cowboy Brock is memeable itself. The whole Bobby Who thing did get over. It did. Them chanting Bobby Who at at uh, Bobby kind of makes it who? forgivable. Bobby Who, Bobby Who. Bobby who? Bobby who? But, but it was a good match. It was just the finish could have been better for me. Yeah. yeah. But the next match is Edge and Beth Phoenix taking on Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley of Judgment Day with Dominic Mysterio at ringside. No swearing. No swearing. Oh, yeah. Rhea got bleeped. Yeah. Uh, this match was actually really fucking great. Um, the fuck you Dominic chants were off the charts. Not as bad as uh, fuck you Roman chance later on. Yeah, not as bad, but you I know. I mean, that shit carried on after the Royal Rumble. No, it was cool, man. Fucking uh, Beth Phoenix had her face painted like Bull Nakato. That was cool. Yeah. Finn Edge's Ma- nuts entrant where he just went through the smoke all the way on the fan side. Yeah. It just started doing his pose in their face and they're all losing their mind. Yeah. While Beth is just in the middle of the stage watching him go back and it was like watching someone in Looney Tunes watching the Tasmanian Devil just spin around a tornado halfway across the world. Oh my! Oh my God! What about Finn on the outside when he fucking did the uh, the sling blade on the outside and then he like landed on his ass and he's sitting there. He's like, ah! ah! <laughs> I'm like, that's gonna be a fucking meme. And him laughing with the Judgment Day at a Clash of the Castle after Dominic turned heel is still one of the best gifts I've ever seen. Yeah. No, Finn's just become a meme up meme recently. Like half the stuff he does. Judgment Day heel Finn is one of the best Finns there is. Yes. Too legit. Too, Too legit, legit to quit. quit. Uh, this is the result of this feud, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this is also the result of Edge Dominic, not wanting to do spooky stuff. Dom, Dom, Dominic got chased to Dom, the back. Dom, Dominic got ejected. No, he got chased all the way yeah, to the back. He got back. chased all the way to the back and then came back. And Depo- he, he he got chased to the back by Edge, and then after Edge ran back to Ray, a couple minutes went by, then he came back, posed on the stage like I'm back. And he and he he wasn't wearing his flannel anymore. No, he was wearing something different. I'm like, did he just go back there to change his clothes? No, more like, what did Edge do to him that resulted in him changing his clothes? People were singing Edge's music coming into yeah, this match. they were. This is his home, like, uh, country in Canada. I don't know if that's where he's... I think he's from Toronto, right? Because they were in Montreal. Yeah, Toronto. Which people were... I, I know... I think WrestleTalk said it in their review. They were a little bit confused on it. Because last time they were in Canada, Edge said that the next time that will be is when... Uh, he, he wants was, to retire? Yeah. And he signed a three-year deal. And the thing is, he already went over his matches and appearances. Like, because before it was going to be three matches a year and like seven or eight, like actual non-wrestling appearances, like promos. He obviously over, like when he went over that shit, he is at zero. He owes them fucking like appearances and shit. Now, I mean, it's edge. And so far I'm going to join it. 
I'm with it just because of how quick he came back. And it was like he never missed a step. And a matter of fact, it almost looked like he looked better. Yeah. And I still think he actually is. I think this is probably the best edge we've seen in a long while. And him and Phoenix look great together as a tag team. That spot with uh, Rhea and Beth going at it and Rhea just saying, Are you been waiting? I've been waiting. Let's go, motherfucker. It was a really good And then there. just like straight clotheslining each other over and over again, trying to drop each other and failing until they both just get stunned. It was honestly a longer match than I thought it was actually going to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, Bobby and Brock only went five minutes. Mm-hmm. And there were only five matches on this card. That's wild. The spot where Dominic passed the brass knucks to yep. Rhea to yep. hit the Anybody? brass knucks to the back of Edge. And he still kicked out. Oh, and that's when, oh, God, I noticed She yeah. She yeah, missed I it, but it. Edge still kicked, kicked out. out. Just kicked out of it. But anybody else, anybody else remember, like, two years ago when Elimination Chamber pay-per-view would be, like, eight matches? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they still put a lot on the show, and there was just, like, only one or two chambers. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. It was short this time around. Weird. Yeah. And it started with a cham- It started with the women's chamber, and then it got into the men's chamber, which later on, which is still pretty good. And it was also yeah. the first ever United States chamber, too. But this mixed tag was pretty great. I it liked was. it. It was cool. Uh, Dominic getting... His ass whooped at one point. The fuck you, Dominic Chance. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's still like <laughs> Dominic. Uh, Michael Cole basically going with all of that. Michael Cole shitting on Dominic and also like hit row and more specifically top dollar is still one of the funniest things ever going right now. Yes. Yes. Moving on. So up next is the United States Championship Elimination Chamber. First ever. So the co-main event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Now every single title has actually been defended in a chamber. Yeah, this this and this makes it uh a, like every the chamber is a grand slam champion. No, no, it's the undisputed champion. The yes. only thing we need is a vacated King of the Ring, and vacancy could be a grand slam like Royal Rumble winner too, possibly. Yes, 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 uh, he could. Well, technically, va- vacant is King of the Ring whenever they don't hold King of the Ring, and the person drops the gimmick. Hmm. I know he was money in the bank when Mr. Kennedy had to put his on the line. Yeah. Yeah. But so, entry number one, Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Gargano started this. Those first two were pretty damn good. Gargano and Rollins starting it off at one and two. First time they ever met, like, in singles competition for a while. And this is a dream match. Like, like for real, this is a dream match. People wanted this. This whole exchange between both of them for a set while was awesome. Yeah, it was. Until like uh, number three came in, and actually I didn't expect it to be Theory so soon. Yeah, but it was, and he kind of ruined the fucking match for me because I was like, oh come on, we had that good singles match there for a bit. It's like it was going so well. I thought it was going to be Brunson and start eating people early. Oh, that that came later. That was amazing. Number four was Damian Priest. Yep, that was cool. Then number, uh, then the next one was Bronson Reed. Okay. And then number six was Montez Ford. He got the last spot. Yeah. When he came out and just straight up went in Bronson's face yep. and just chopped him, it uppercutted him, just dropped him that quick. Like, you want to meet me? Okay, meet me. 
straight chop, uppercut, dropped it, and started going to work on Air Ross in the ring. Also, let's talk about the attire he came out with. It yeah. all looked great down to the jacket and crown. Mm-hmm. To, like, the bejeweled fucking cup. Yep. I mean, man, fucking, when him climbing up the, uh... The ceiling of the chamber yeah. and diving off into a splash. I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh my god, he's doing, he's like, fucking like, is he wrapping his feet in the chamber? I'm like, oh my god, I hope he doesn't fall. And he fell. In a good way, though. Damn. That was a dope spot. Um, He did a lot of, like, high flying and, like, you know, that kind of shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Like he was doing, he he got yeeted a bunch of times. Fucking Brunson Reed was on a roll, man. He was actually my pick to win this. Yeah, well, he was the first one eliminated. I fucking know. He got his ass whooped. Yep, got eliminated first. Uh huh. That was your yep, pick. That was my pick. Took one final beat. Took one final beat. A curb stomp. Yep. And a frog splash from Montez. Uh huh. Goodbye. Yep. And he was pinned by Montez. Mm-hmm. That, that's even crazier. But not, not as crazy as who was second to be eliminated, who honestly you thought might be in the top final three. Hmm. Gargano was eliminated. Yeah. Yep. That one kind of sucked. I think he was eliminated by uh, Rollins, right? No, Priest. Oh, pre- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He took a razor's edge. He just got yeeted. Yeah. Yeah, he did. God, I, I, Priest winning would have been nice too. That would have been. But dope. I can see Theory holding the title till after me. Yeah, it's gonna be that way. And then uh, Montez ended up getting eliminated. And then while no Priest got eliminated after uh, after Gargano, Montez was the final three. Oh yeah, that's right. Montez was the final three. It it was it was when Montez got eliminated, and fucking uh, what do you call it? And while the fucking cage was open, outran Logan Paul and hit fucking Rollins. Uh, Rollins with with, he, hit, he hit Rollins with a buckshot. And then a, and curb, then a curb, curb stomp. stomp. Hey, I knew they were going to start feuding for WrestleMania. It was clear as day when he got eliminated from before, the Rumble. Yeah. Okay, but even before the Rumble, I even called it that they should fight. That's how I knew Rollins yeah, was going to win. Yeah, you called it. Congrats, you called it. But it wasn't actually a thing. It wasn't as surprising as you believe, Eddie. Listen, bro. That's I'm why like, I'm like, yeah, Theory's retaining. I just see like a fucking like uh, Shawn Michaels on yep. Taker here. I yep. just hope that Logan Paul fucking recovers. And gets at his healthiest so he can meet Seth Rollins. He's recovered! Seth Rollins can beat his ass back to YouTube. I don't want to see Logan Paul. He just showed up in a match and he didn't interfere. And he's like, I can't wait for him to be clear and return. He just did. He's clear already. He was in the rumble. Like, dude, he's he's not fully healed. No. Oh, so that means Cody's not fully healed. Adrenaline. In my soul. All right. My pectorals off the bones. Oh, I thought, never mind. So. But yeah, Theory walked out with the victory. Eddie still hasn't regained any brain cells. Uh, And that leads into our main event. Yep. Please say the same thing about you, buddy. Seth, uh, Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns. Yeah. Well, well, let's talk about 
the godsend of Sammy getting his actual old music back. That was amazing. And did you hear the crowd? Shut up! I hate it so much now you did that. Literally. I don't want to hear that song ever again. No, I'll still hear it. I just don't want Brandon to sing again. You're banned from singing. Don't ever do that again. I'm good. I don't care. (laughs) The salt in that. Whose man's is this? Lord, whose man's is this? But he didn't even enter first. He entered last. The yeah. champion entered first. Yeah. Oh, fuck you, Roman. Chance still carried over. My God, dude. Fucking. That was pressure. Like, that was pressure, my guy. Holy shit. Roman couldn't. In that moment. Roman couldn't have been more fucking hated, dude. It was intense as fuck. Was there a lot of pussy Roman chance? Yes, there was. Was it worse than when he beat the Undertaker? Right. <sighs> you see, I, it was. I'd say like it'd be that. Maybe it's like the ones that carried over from the Royal Rumble that he had recently. Yeah, yeah, that's really where it yep. started, uh-huh. and it never stopped getting cheered at him because now it's getting blocked out and bleeped on TV. So it's it's not stopping. It's just the ones that we're getting on a regular day basis now for Roman. Pretty much, I think we're going to get it at Mania too, which is probably going to be more nuts when you look back at Mania. Facts, very much facts. The ones from after. Because I don't think he'll ever stop getting fuck you Roman chants after this. I think it's just going to continue no matter who he's feuding with. I'm sorry. I still want to see Sami Zayn in the main event of Mania with him and uh, Cody. I mean, that would have been cool. I I would actually really love to see that. But the storyline continues. This match was actually really fucking insane. The falsies everywhere, bro. It was mostly Roman in control and trash talking his family in the front row. Yep. Saying, I offered you something better. I tried to offer you, like, provide for you. Do a favor for you. Oh, while he's, like, beating on him and punching him in the corner. Like, dropping him off the guardrail in front of her. Mm-hmm. Throwing him into the ring post and everything. But, no, nah, Sammy fought back. Hit a lot of his big moves. Hit a Huluva kick. Yep. Hit a few of them in this match. Yep. Dodged a spear while Roman just went through the damn barricade. Yep. Like, Jesus. The falsies with the blue power bomb, blue thunder bomb. Yeah, blue power bomb, uh, blue thunder bomb. Yeah, well, uh, uh, no, I'm thinking about something else. It's a blue power bomb. I'm thinking about uh, Apollo Cruz's fucking thing that actually is a power bomb because he sits down into it. But uh, what's it called? Yeah, he kicked it. Roman kicks out a two point nine. Yep, Way so damn much. often now, and I like it because he saves it for like big matches like this, because that's the only time we really see him like wrestle that much i don't really see much of the bloodline as a unit anymore yeah and we saw the usos in this match well uh uh-huh and we saw and there are so many ref bumps tonight holy shit and michael cole actually now jimmy uso disobeyed roman because Roman told him to stay home tonight and michael cole announced that on commentary told him to stay home from uh the last, um, the last SmackDown we had, but like two weeks ago prior, were the last time 
Sami Zayn was with uh, Jay and all them. I was surprised the, that the Usos were in Canada. Considering yeah. the last time they were in Canada, they couldn't make it. No, they weren't allowed to before because they're uh, DUIs. Yeah, but now that's they're actually I mean. able to enter the country. Okay. Because mm-hmm. when I saw that, I'm like, I thought they weren't allowed. No, they're allowed again. Yep. It was just before COVID. Like, they weren't, like, really traveling that much at all. So they kind of really made stayed in the U.S. when they kind of returned at first. Yeah. But Jay was the first to interfere, basically accosting Sam, hitting Sammy, hitting the fucking super kick and a splash on uh, him. For, J- uh, Jimmy came in first. Yeah, I said Jimmy. Um, I thought you said Jay. Oh, no, Jimmy. Jay came in uh, afterwards. Yep. And they recreated that spot with the rumble, although Jay was offered the chair. Yep. This time around to hit it with Sammy. And I'm and like, I'm, yo, man. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. And I'm like looking at Sammy's like positioning. I'm like, yo, he looks so parallel, like an exact positioning that Owens was. It's just that he doesn't have any handcuffs. I'm just like, yo, man, like, this is nuts. Like, this story is pretty crazy. Like, and, like, here's the thing people were saying, like, oh, it's going to lead to uh, KO and Sammy challenging for the tag titles. I don't see it now after this. I see that after this because they're still uh, tag champions and they already beat like uh, the winners of the tag tournament that they had to decide a number one contender for it, which was Mr. Choo Choo Man and uh, Flip Flop friend Ricochet. I say Flip Flop because that's what he described in his tweet. The Choo Choo Man. I like the Choo Choo Man. Don't remember Thomas the Train? Yeah, I still love that show. What? I like that show. I even have the toy tracks. Screw. Let's go on. Dear God. Yeah, the choo-choo, man. So, they're open for the tag titles in Mania in this way. And also, like, considering afterwards where Roman won and also the silence of that crowd. Yeah. After, after Roman hit that spear and he didn't kick out of this one because he kicked out of the one earlier on in the match. And people thought, that's it. That's the last spear. Because he hit the Huluva kick twice. I really dead ass thought it was over. Mm -hmm. He hit the Huluva kick twice, had a near fall in the second one, which people bought. And then people bought the Blue Thunder Bomb one, too. I was surprised he didn't come back with a Koji Clutch, too, to be honest with you. But he really fought from underneath in this match and actually put on like a big, like, uh, counter on Roman and actually was in control of this match throughout the whole, like, ending part until the interferences came in. But when Jay came in and, like, got handed a chair and basically got made a decision and Roman had his back to him and it looked like Jay was going to hit Roman. Yep. And I'm just like, oh, my God, is he going to hit Roman? That's going to be crazy if he hits him with it. And then he did turn around, did the same thing. And before Jay could even make a choice, Sammy spears him. Yep. Next thing you know, the spear happened. He got pinned. And then the post-match happened where Jimmy gets sicked on freaking Sammy again. And then Kevin Owens comes out. And we haven't seen him since the Rumble. And he basically lays waste to everyone with a stunner. And then lets Sammy Huluva kick Roman one more time in the corner. Yep. And that still wasn't enough. Then they walk. Uh, Paul takes the rest of the bloodline away. Yep. Owens and Z- Sammy just... Uh, share like a eye exchange my god fucking fucking paul Heyman, like fucking trying to attack kevin owens 
hitting like, him with like the best hitting him with the best rubber mallet punches I've ever seen. I'm like, what are you doing? This is setting up for all sorts of bad shit to happen. Like here. Owen just looked at him. He's like, yo, you don't even need the chair. Like a chair might destroy you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but nah. Owens came in, laid waste to everyone. Yep. Sicked on Roman a lot, so makes me wonder about Roman versus Owens at this point. Well, now, like going after Mania. Well, now I see this is the part of the this is the chapter where uh, this is the mending of the friendship now. It, like if you saw they didn't hug afterwards. Exactly. If you saw them staring at each other, like from you know, ring to entrance ramp. Mm-hmm. You could tell, like, this is where the beginning of the mending begins. Like, yeah. right here. And the thing is, like, I knew he wasn't going to win at Chamber. I knew a lot of people were, like, very much hoping to see Sammy, like, go on to Mania and, like, win, like, at least one of the titles, if not both. Yeah. But, honestly, I think Cody was the one that was more or less, like, the better option here. Yes. Because it was already set in stone like a year prior before his injury kind of derailed everything. Mm-hmm. And we probably could have even gotten to that maybe even before Mania. We probably even would have been facing this at SummerSlam, really. Yeah. But I'm more or less with Cody on this one. Sammy, I don't really see that much of an issue going after the tag titles with uh, Jimmy and Jay. Yeah. But That'd I still cool. think their story with Roman isn't done after that. No, definitely not. I don't think they're done with Roman by a long shot because I think it's going to be Cody taking the WWE championship and uh, him being stuck with Sammy and Owens on SmackDown going forward afterwards trying mm. to defend that bout. Yeah, because so, he loses all merit of going to Raw and I feel like, if he loses to Cody. And I feel mm. like the rippling of the bloodline. And, he, and I know SmackDown was very apparent that they like having Roman on there because Roman kind of made SmackDown the A show because that's where all the bloodline stories really go down. Mm-hmm. It was only on Raw when Kevin Owens was... In like uh, the tribal court on the 30th. Yeah. And now the bloodline's starting to ripple. It's starting to ripple, but man, they almost Rome, had me with that Rome, J spot with the chair. Roman is getting disobeyed like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck you, Roman. I ain't doing what you tell me. And it was, what's it called? Jimmy for Roman. Yep. And Jay for Sammy because yep. he stood in the way. Yep. He's like, really gonna choose me over player. him? It's like it's either me or him, and he d- puts down the chair and hands it to him, and it just looks so parallel. I'm like, and the that. story was set in stone for me there. I'm curious to see how the rest of it goes because Roman just has so much beef with everyone that I feel when he loses the title to Cody. If it's just for the WWE Championship, mm-hmm. he's going to have to deal with everyone else that he's put down on the way there mm-hmm. on his way to probably even getting another shot at that belt for Cody again, if ever. Because, like, you're going to still have to have that other belt defended. Yeah. But the list of people he's just gone through at this point is just incredible. 900 days plus. Yep. I think we're at 905. This is crazy for Roman. Yeah. But going into Mania, it is now Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. Asuka versus Bianca Belair. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair yep. for the women's titles in their own right. And uh, Rollins versus Logan, which is now apparent going now. But yep. 
I think also Bobby Brock, apparently. Yeah. But Chamber was pretty great. Yeah, it was. Besides, like, the one, like, uh, Bobby Brock match, which I liked up until the finish. But so far, I give it, like, a 9 out of 10. I I was going to say that. uh, It's a 9 out of 10, like, pay-per-view. Like, granted, it was, like, one bad finish. But it didn't take away from the whole show at all. Yeah. It was just like, man, come on. My momentum's kind of... That's how I feel. Also, it's still kind of fresh, so you're getting my exact opinion of how I feel. Also, I smoke weed, so you're getting like a, a raw, the, yeah, the raw, the shit. raw shit. It's like, speak of that, I did it like go full rage. That's how you know I'm gonna bring back the old rating system of fuck this fucking shit. <laughs> but we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with the results from IWA Anarchy Rules. But not fuck this, fuck this shit. Chamber was great, and also IWA was fucking lit. Buongiorno, Luke from Cheap Pop Wrestling here, free as a bird, high as a kite. If you do two things today, firstly, grab some Mary Jane, and then second, listen to High Side of the Ropes. Ciao for now. This your boy Kenny Stones, aka Kofi Weeson of the Dirty Hills Podcast. That's right, the Dirty Hills Podcast. That's a re- independent wrestling podcast, man. We go from promotion to promotion, place to place. You know what I'm saying? Wrestling event to wrestling event, and we interview independent wrestlers, man. We talk all sorts of wrestling shows. You might even catch us talking WWE or AEW, but you can catch us on YouTube. YouTube, that is, on every Thursday. We drop an episode every Thursday at 316. Or you can just check us out on our IG, Dirty Hills underscore 132. And shout out to High Side of the Roast, man. Those are my guys over there. They they are also independent uh, podcasts, man. Anywhere I go, they usually out there in the streets running with us. So make sure y'all go like, share, subscribe to High Side of the Roast. And you are Dirty Hills approved. Bang. Yeah, yeah. We're back, back with a second half. Holy shit, what a second half this is gonna be. Oh, Holy God. shit, man. Oh my god, my nerves were racing. Hey, hey. First of it's all, it's over. Hold on. Um, hold on. This is about IWA. Dude's making him sound like he's like a war veteran right now. <laughs> really? It's just still I do- fucking like what? Last night, IWA Anarchy Rules, my brother here made his debut. As the new IWA ring announcer, and he did an amazing job. So let's give him a round of applause. I want also I want to say this first and foremost. I'm proud of you, and I know our dad would be too. Thank you. That shit was nuts. You're so fucking good. <laughs> you you can stop you can now. stop now, Eddie. Thank you. I appreciate it. But- we're good yeah it was a wild night um it was a wild day yeah uh we can't get into much of anything except we had to be there to help set up everything at like 10 o'clock in the morning well initially we thought it was 10 apparently it was nine o'clock and we just didn't pay attention to detail we didn't yeah that that's a whole other story there's the whole like 
getting there and finding a parking spot. Yeah, that too. That was um, a bitch. Yeah, it was annoying. But uh, it was a cool day, man. It was a tiring day, but the show came. Uh, I it, made... it came and went, honestly, it, very quickly. It, it's very different, and I know... I, I... When you're on the opposite side yeah, of the guardrail. From, from being a fan and being on the opposite side of the guardrail, being on the opposite side of the guardrail, the show moves quick as fuck, I've noticed. Compared right? to the whole day we had, the whole show was very fast. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like, who the fuck starts a show like that? I just sat down. Yeah. So I came out. I made my whole entrance. I did the... Hyped up the crowd a little bit. Everything was fun. Um, from what I could, from what Eulis told me, you, you could tell you were a little nervous. Oh, I a definitely I definitely was 100% fucking nervous. Then again, I was still trying to find like my grounding, you know? But you had uh, entrance you, music. You, yeah. you found it probably... As, I, I, just as you were about to announce it, yeah, the first match, yeah, testing the mic. It, 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 it was really once I heard the crowd reaction. That was that's honestly what I was yeah, nervous I, about. I, I heard that crowd reaction for you, and I'm like, for a fucking new guy, he gets to, but, he got a pop. But then again, Frank also brought something to my attention that I didn't real. I really wasn't even thinking about it because yeah. I was so nervous that it completely like slipped my mind. The regulars who are at the show that have been around us and know who we are are going to know who I am. Yep. And I didn't think about that until, like, fucking, what do you call it, like, after everything had happened. Yeah. Like, to paint you a picture real quick of just how nervous I was, my one hitter was glued to my hand, and PJ Savage saw me smoke three cigarettes in the span of ten minutes. I was a nervous fucking wreck. and And that was... Around set, and that was even before the show started. The sun was still in the sky. Yeah, when that happened. Yeah, yeah. It was like four o'clock. Yeah, it was. It, it was wild. Like, but the feel, all that went away once I, I came out. PJ, I was yeah. like, yo, this was cool. Yeah, PJ was asking me. He's like, "Is your brother okay?" Like, that's like his fourth. That's like his third fucking cigarette. Like, is he good? He looks at me with a smile and he's like, "Hey, Nick, you nervous?" I'm like. Yeah, I'm shitting bricks right now. He's like, oh, we can tell. That's You're like shitting a... bricks before like an hour within the show. He's like, dude, I get very All fucking day. nervous. I get very nervous. Like, uh, it I, was I, like, yo, dude, at, chill. At this point, you got I, cards. At, You're all right. At this point, I, it's just the point of being up in front of people. Like, I haven't actually been in front of people in like ten years. Okay. And I took acting in high school for three out of the four years that I've been there. So it's well, that was been awesome. it's been a while since I've yeah, actually about, been in front of people. But we also say, have a podcast to talk shit. But that's yes. but that's but that but that's the thing. That's this widely po- we're known for you. That, but here's the thing: the podcast is mostly vo- like uh, it's an audio podcast. Audio podcast. Right? It's not like you there see w- us. There, there will be a visual one coming soon. You know, hopefully, no, there definitely will be. There will be video podcasts coming soon. We are working on that now, but for the meantime, let's get into IWA IWA. Anarchy Rules. So the card started off, it was a uh, a six-man tag match, right? It was actually a really, really cool six-man tag match. Uh, The Mexican trio of Las Pesadillas took on the Taino Warriors, which was the team of Blocks, Mike Harvey... And Osito, 
yes, Osito was in fact actually in two matches tonight or last night. No, well, get that one guy. Yeah, the, the one guy in the audience started chanting quesadillas. I'm like, mm, oh my god, I knew this was gonna happen at some point. My fucking enemy, man. <laughs> you almost, so, you almost made enemies with this guy. It was it was fucking wild. So for those who don't know much Spanish, quesadilla means Bulls. nightmare. And then you got quesadillas, which you obviously eat. Yeah. So they kind of rhyme, but it's just kind of how quesadilla. And then quesadilla. It, yeah, just one change just one letter. Why? Change one letter. Big difference. But this match was actually really fucking cool. Like the spots they were going off of, like the triple falcon arrow to end the match was cool as fuck. That was lit. Osito getting the crowd hyped as usual. God, that dude, that dude is so fucking cool. They're fucking looking all the like fucking chrome masks though. Yeah, yeah, chrome mask and all black. Yep. I'll say it's this. A look. I'll yeah. say this. Osito, he's one hell of a damn good talent. He really is, and it he shows. Is. It really he knows shows. How to get the crowd invested. But Mike Harvey's dope as fuck too, dude. Like this is my first time seeing Mike Harvey, but the whole like Dragon Ball Z thing, bro. Like I'm a fan. Oh like, yeah, I love that attire. Like, bro, you're killing it, dude. Blocks is always entertaining to watch. That's my dog right Yamcha. there. Well, technically, Yamcha, Trillin, and Goku all have the same colors. So... That's what I mean. Yeah. So technically, it's not Yamcha unless he gets put through a table and just starts to go like that. And the table could be like the crater. But this match actually, people went nuts for this match. And it was the opener. And it was fucking dope. They did a huge sign of respect after the match. The Taino Warriors ended up coming out with the win. Um, All in all, really fucking solid match. Then we moved in to a non-title women's match between the Vivacious Vicious Vicky and the Wavemaker Shelby Waters. Now, this was a non-title match going in, and Vicky said it, that all you have to do is prove to me that you deserve a shot at this title, and I will give you a shot at the title. Well, the match went on, and surprisingly enough, Shelby came out with the win. Yep, via roll-up. I can't get over it. What? Shelby Waters, the wave maker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The wave maker, Shelby Waters. I like it. I think it's fucking cool as shit. It goes great. It does. I like it. Okay. I'm sorry. I just. <laughs> Maybe I'm too high. But it's just funny because also with the blue hair. That I. That's the point. I know. <laughs> I'm throwing off my ass, dude. <laughs> I can tell you're very high right now. Because it's funny to me right now. <laughs> Just because they have the Wave Maker moniker in there. Yeah. And all the water theme move. It just makes me reminded of Shark Boy. <laughs> Wait, no, she's Shark Girl. Where's her Lava Boy? I don't think. Yeah, I don't know what. Wait, what? <laughs> well, you said Shark Boy. That's what. That's why I you said Shark Girl. Where's the Lava Boy? Yeah, like you said, it reminds you of Shark. As as it reminds I'm, me I'm of it. Very confused right loud now. Noises. Yes, loud noises. 
But Shelby won via roll up, and uh, which led to and then ran roll yeah, style. Yeah, yep, ran just darted. Okay, it wasn't that fast. To which Vicky called her back out. She came back out, and that is Vicky's next title defense because now it seems like there's going to be a title match between these two. Mrs. Waters found her way down the way to a title shot. Yes, she did. Segway. <sighs> that was a that was a segue and a half, pal. Swam Thank through you. the stream. Oh my god. <laughs> what was the next match? Oh, the Sure Star Wrestling Showcase match. Yeah, my boys, the Rap Bastards, made their IWA debut. Yep. Well, sounds like an insult if that wasn't their name. Yeah, we're. Put a little too much emphasis on bastards. <laughs> the Rap Bastards, Adam Kirkland and Xander Torres, took on Bad Company's Lance Scaper and Kurt Bale. And if you like, if you really want like a good example of indie tag team wrestling, these two teams are honestly the two to watch. Yep. Like, my opinion, Bad Company should be bigger than they are. And Rat Bastards also deserve to be bigger than where they are. Because both of them are two very skilled tag teams that literally know each other. And it shows. This match was a fucking banger. Bad Company coming out with the win. That, still goes hard. Yeah. yeah. And you can see uh, if you're in the area of Rio Grande, Short Star Wrestling is this sad. This upcoming Saturday, February 25th at Rio Grande, the Zero Limits Academy. And you can see Bad Company, uh, maybe the Rap Bastards. I'm going to be there. Brandon's going to be everywhere these days. So up next, then we then we went into the match between the celebrity boxing champion, Frankie Picard, as he took on Crossfire Aaron Roxas. Wow. Roxas. I was waiting for that. Yeah, that, that's what we were all waiting for. The fact for that you said point. Twilight Town, it's like, yo, you're really leading into the Kingdom Hearts uh, now. Yeah, I was like, okay, like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll announce you from there. That's fine. Like, awesome. That's whatever you say, Chief. To throw that <laughs> under parts unknown. Yeah. Hmm. But nah, solid match between from both of them, man. Like, Frankie and Roxas never disappoint. Like, it. Watching Frankie Picard super kick people is probably one of my favorite things to watch. I'm Straight not gonna up lie. People in their jaw. Yep. Yep. Look, Roxas got in my face when he made his entrance. I'm like, oh, hi. This is. Little, I little saw bit that. Yeah, he was I'm disappointed like, that we were clapping for him. I'm like, ah. He told us to stop, and Ulysses said, "Don't tell me what to do." Of course. <laughs> Don't ever tell you Alyssa what to do. I'm not gonna fucking do what they tell me. Never do what they told you. No, it's so Fuck you, you I won't do what you tell me. Yeah, that's the best one. Fuck you, I won't do what you Okay. But uh solid match, solid match. Who came out the winner of this again? I wanna say Frankie. You forgot? I forgot, dude. No, it was Roxas. Was it Roxas? Yeah. It was Roxas. Okay. Okay. Damn. Oh wait, no, I think it was double count out, right? Yeah, that was it. There was no winner to that match. It was a double count out. Okay. Yes, I remember now. Okay. Fuck. Hi, ass. 
Bro, it's been I, a full fucking day. I know, I know, I know. Fucking with you. It's like we're shooting out the gate with this one. Yeah, uh, it's been a long day today as well. So you hear you mullet, man. So um the fifth match happens and um this one's kinda where the night took a quick turn. Um, the next match, which was supposed to be the team of NXZN and J Outcast versus uh, Hush Holiday and Jonathan A. Gladstein, unfortunately did not get started. Uh, Jay suffered, uh, I believe he said a bruised knee or mm-hmm. some a bruised muscle around the knee area. A bruised knee. Bruised knee. Um, well, now we know it was a bruised knee. At the time, we had no idea what the fuck yeah, it was. Yeah, we thought it was a lot worse. We thought it was a lot worse. Um, yeah, actually, first, like, I think synopsis was like a, a blown knee at first. Yeah. Or, uh, he had been dealing with like a slightly torn MC or sprained MCL. Or I think meniscus. I think he was, okay. I think he said MCL. Yeah. Either or. Like, luckily, Luckily, like, it turned out not to be as bad as we found out later on in the day that, well, uh, no, I should say later on in the day. Later on at night after the show, we yeah, found so, out. Yeah, after the show, I'm like, yeah, I got to call Jerry, man. I got to call and see if he's all right. So I called yeah. him. They just got out of the, him and, you know, he got out of the hospital and they took the x-ray and he's like, thankfully nothing was broken or torn. I'm like, wow. That was uh that was a scary call. Yeah. But uh, that match never that match didn't happen. Yeah, and this is to Jerry, because I know you're gonna be listening to this, buddy. Yeah. Uh please take your time with coming back. Don't rush yourself. Like we want you to make a full recovery because we know how good you are. We all care about you. Don't don't rush it, man. Just trust me. Don't rush it. Seriously. Well, wishes to Jerry right now in his recovery, basically. Word for real. Feel better, homie. But then we move into the strat match where the loser must leave town. And it was sponsored by us here at High Side of the Ropes. And that is the match between the HCE, Jaden Staley, and Casey Bonilla. Screw you, Staley. Yeah, I knew that was fucking yeah. coming. I, that, that's a given at this point. At least point. it doesn't have a swear in it this time. Yeah, yeah. At least it Shoot out the gate with that one. Yeah, it's not just an f bomb right off the bat. But uh, this match was storytelling, like for real, for real. Like uh, these two have been feuding. But those like, could be a leather minute. strap, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. That's also probably more expensive, <laughs> probably. Um. So yeah, fucking Casey whacked Jaden in the head with a chair. Um, the strap broke almost like toward the end of the match, but it made like for a really cool moment. Because they both kind of looked at their arms, looked at each other, and then started killing each other. There was a lot of spots where they just started whipping each other more than I usually see. Yeah. It took a few moments to actually do that. And they made sure the impact fucking really stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was a really good match. Um, The match ended with what we thought KC won. We thought KC won, but then... Out comes Frankie Fresh after, you know, quick review of things. And it turns out that Jaden, that at the same time that Casey's hand came down on the turnbuckle, 
Jaden's shoulder was actually also at the same time hit the turnbuckle. It hit it first. Or it hit it first. Brand pointed out to me it was like that JBL Eddie spot. Yeah, the JBL Eddie Guerrero spot. Mm-hmm. So resulting now in Jaden Staley winning the match, to which Casey has now left town. Shit. It was a fucking good match, though. And this was right before intermission. Mm-hmm. Really, really solid match. And then we went to intermission. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. we came back from intermission. Yeah. We came back from intermission. And what came out? So the match Pause. that happened after... Uh... I've been saying like match came next. So... Opening opening match from intermission, it was Johan Nara versus Eden versus Buddy Thomas versus Brian Matthews in a fatal four-way match. All of these guys making their IWA IWA debut. Keep an eye out for Brian. Like he's a really he's really fucking good in the ring. Yeah, actually, all these guys were actually really fucking good in the ring. Elijah's fucking been like everywhere in the independent scene right I, now. I, I only say Brian because I actually know him. I don't know anybody. I don't know all the other guys. Yeah. But I've seen Brian wrestle at Spartan. Yeah. So. But now all these guys are fucking nuts, dude. Like this whole match was entertaining yeah, as gonna, fuck. I'm probably going to rewatch this match when this uh when this uh, show is on YouTube. Uh, Johan coming out with the win. That dude deserves it, bro. He's fucking crazy in the ring. Like, that dude was fucking nuts. Uh, following that match. <laughs> was yours, pal? Yes. Following that match, it was the finals for the IWA Breakthrough Championship Tournament. Between Tahir James and Brandon Downey. Now, can I just Before, start off by No, 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 no. Mine's more important. Shut up. I want to say. Hold on. you. I want to say. Hold on. Let Champ goes first. I He's got the spotlight. Champ Don't jump advantage. in. Go ahead. I want to say this. This is actually more important because it involves you. I want to say this. To be able to stand in the ring with you was an honor. It honestly did not feel real to me. For real, for real. Yeah. But the fact I got to share the ring with you, brother, means a lot to me. Here's the many more, kid. Yep. So now, Eddie, go ahead. What do you have to say about Mr. Mullet, man? Listen, bro. Last night we witnessed a chestnut screw job. Tyhere James got screwed over that championship. All right? What the? Who was... Who the fuck was that guy? <laughs> we'll get into that. If someone, if someone, we'll, we'll get if someone that. who has actually been in IWA but for years, but you weren't there. Yeah, yeah, there. you weren't around during that time. So we're, we're, we're going to explain who that is. Okay. So chestnut screw job. So the match goes on, right? And it was actually a really fucking good match, but I expect nothing less from both of them. And you guys absolutely fucking killed it. Like, it was a really fucking good match. When I saw you go in for the roll-up thing, I really thought you were going to do, like, you know, the Dead Next City thing. And I got really hyped for a minute. Like, I was actually leaning out. I'm like, is he going to fucking do it? Is he really going to do it right now? And then you you, you shattered my hopes and dreams, kid. Thanks. But he got pedigree. Yeah. I thought he was going to get J-drilled at first. Yeah. That would have been more exciting. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll say this. 
dude. I so for the most part, putting this match together, Tyre almost had nothing to do with it. This was all me. Half like he's he's put in like his stuff that he wanted to do, mm-hmm. but literally every little thing that neat that we were doing mm-hmm. was my idea. Like I literally produced this whole match, and dude. You do not know how excited I was for this match. Like, I know you talk about it. At, you 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 talked about it at any given point you yes. could. Any given point it's that someone too- would like give you, you would just go straight the fuck into it. Fuck yeah! Like you were really excited for this match, dude. It's been like, two, dude. It's been two years since me and Tahir's first match, dude. I looked back on that match. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, at that time, I was only a year and a half in. That was one of my favorite matches I've had. Mm. And we stole the show that night. Yeah, you did. And I'm not trying to say this to be per- like, I've actually heard this from like a few people af- after the match that we stole the show again. Mm. And I joked to Tahir, it's now, a- it's now in a contract that every two years we have to have a match with each other. In some way, shape, or form, something has to happen where you guys end up in a match with each other every two years. Yes, close to the same day. Yes, like I'm gonna like 2025 rolls around. If me and Tahir don't have a match, I'm gonna be like Frank. It's been two years. Where's our match? <laughs> hey, yo, puppy. Like we, like hey, yo, puppy. Where's a match? Like we need to do this. We need to do this one more time because, dude, I love wrestling with Tahir. Like it's so fun and easy. Mm-hmm. Because it's not doing a whole lot of stuff. Well, this yep, is he makes it. Match he, you two he, have had against he, each other, right? Yeah. Yep. He definitely makes it too easy. Yep. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, but no. So but no, like, dude, like for like, for two guys who've only wrestled each other twice, I can say me and him have good chemistry in the in the ring. Like, it's it's good. It's really fucking good. And I did something I've been practicing for months. That's fucking slingshot spear. Mm. That got caught, and I got kneed to the face. Yep. Yep. So, you know, now comes the point in the match where I explain the question that Eddie had and who the guy that came out was. So yeah, that, that would be the now Puerto Rican nightmare, Astro Morales. A.K.A. He, the dude that threw me into a dumpster. Yep. Uh, he was feuding yeah, with... Br- Yep, he was feuding with Brandon for a little bit. Uh, he was feuding with Brandon for a little bit. They had a dumpster match. Um, and Astro got Astro, sent to the dump for a year. Astro, uh, <laughs> Astro went off to do some other projects. And uh, now he's back. And he is an IWA original. Okay. He is, I believe, the second ever IWA heavyweight champion. Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, I think... Third, if I got my history correct, third ever breakthrough champion. I desired so one day meet him and ask him if he could run it back. Dumpster match between you and him. Fuck no, I ain't doing that shit again. Nah, that, that, uh, that, 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 our story nah, ended that, last that, night. Yeah, that story's closed out now because um, out comes Astro, a returning Astro Morales. And uh, after the ref goes down, Ty here low blows me. Yep. Penis punch. Yep. Ref went down, low blows Brandon. Out comes Astro, picks up the golden shovel, which all the props in the world for Tahir for actually buying a shovel and spray painting it gold for this match. That is definitely meme brought to life of the year. Like, 
the golden the golden shovel. So Astro picks up the golden shovel, gets in the ring. Ty here's got Brandon held up, telling you know Astro to hit him. Astro goes to hit Brandon, turns and clocks at, and clocks Tahir right in the face with the shovel. Drags Brandon on top of Tahir. One, two, three. Brandon Downey is your new breakthrough champion. And the belt and the new belt. The new belt looks fucking gorgeous. Go to my Instagram and you'll see it. You hear that? You guys just heard a chestnut screw job. That's what you guys heard. No, you're just mad Ty here didn't win. I, I can't, it, yeah, I am. But maybe in two years, he will. So, well, it's, well, right we're now. We're going to find some way to, some way it's going to be ran back. We're, we're going to do it for every single title. Yep. We'll do it for the heavyweight title at some point. We'll do it for the tag titles. Hell, we'll do it for the zero limits title. I don't know about that last one, actually. Yeah, no, the last one would be kind of cool. You guys going back and forth for it. Not gonna lie, some interesting right shit might come out of that. Champion right now. Mm. Yes, but yeah, that, uh, yeah, yeah. Which we're gonna, which we're actually gonna go into the next match, which was the Four Corners Tag Team Championship match. Oh wait, 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 wait! We forgot to mention something. What? Me and Astro buried the hatchet. He handed me the title. Yep. He shook, shook my hand. hand, and then at the end, as I'm making my way to the entranceway. I had to give my brother a hug. Yeah, that was an audible that was pulled one way or another. It was going to happen. I was debating asking Frank if I could do it. I was just be like, yo, fuck it. But he got to it before I did. Cool, cool fucking moment, man. We move into the Four Corners Tag Team Championship match. Between your defending champions, the faceless ones. You know, the greatest damn showman Jaco and the motherfucker, the milf hunter, the cougar conqueror, the devil of this place, the feral face. Face. As they took on the throne, Casey Lycan and uh, Daniel Daniel Riley. Riley. Face. 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 The team of Zay Spaulding and Rico Gold. And the team of Justin Bon Jovi and Jason Hendricks, Lion Corps. Well, so, like, sound like you said Bon Jovi. <laughs> That's how it spelled, actually. Uh, oh, it's spelled like Bon? That's actually yes, pretty B-O-N-G-O-V-I, cool. I think. Something like that. I am. Because it almost sounded like Bon Jovi right for a second. Well, so it, it is. is Bon Jovi. It is Bon Jovi. Okay, so Bon Jovi. So Bon Jovi is John Bon Jovi's band. Yeah. You, you know this. Mm-hmm. Spelled differently. It's his real last name, just spelled correct. One word? Yes. Okay. Yes. With an added G in there. Bon Jovi's still good music, though. Yep. So, this match, oh my god. So, the match starts with, like, you know, I I was out there. I, I, yeah. Um, I didn't even get to announce Zay Spaulding until, like, you know... After the fact that Lion Corps came out and beat the shit out of Rico. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Lion Corps just comes out, beats the shit out of Rico Gold. Then fucking out comes Zay Spaulding. They beat the shit out of Zay Spaulding. Zay's laying outside of the match half the time. Right? So now he's going into this basically handicap. Like, he's still in the match, yo, but like, that's fucking dope. Like, he just got up and was like, yo, let's fucking go. 
right? So now he's actually still in the match. This the, this match was so fucking good. The throne was is amazing, man. It's no wonder that they're fucking like top tier indie talent right now. Lioncore like is just like on the rising, man, and they're already fucking kicking ass and taking names. Now they have another belt to their now resume. They ha- yep. So, but we also witnessed something else. We we did witness something else. Um. Essentially, what we witnessed was uh, the disbanding of the Faceless Ones. Mm-hmm. Takeover um, with the cracks actually beginning to show. Yep. Um, fate, uh, Jaco went for the tag to face. Face hopped down from the apron and just walked out. Uh, resulting in an ambush on Jaco. And um, your new tag team champions being Lion Core. Holy shit. You know what? I'll say this. I hate Jane Staley, but I actually like uh, Bon Jovi. Fuck yeah, Jason. Fucking both of them are, all three of them are cool as hell. Uh, except Jaden. I mean, Jaden's got his moments. Don't get me wrong. Jaden's got his moments. J- Justin seems cool. But like Jaden's t- like the shit. Like, I was talking to Justin pretty much like the whole fucking day yesterday. Dude's awesome as hell. Yeah. But congratulations to, I'll say this, congratulations to them. Like, it's, you honestly never thought you would see the Faceless Ones tag reign end. Yeah, like, they're a tag team that I thought were going to make, like, a solid, like, you know, no one's breaking them down. A lot like, of shocked faces after it happened. Yeah, a lot of, sh- no what, pun intended, but. Oh, it was true. I, I got a great visual. People's jaws dropped all around. I looked at your entire section. I looked at your entire section. Cassie with her jaw dropped. Allie had her jaw dropped. Her brother had her had their had jaw their dropped. Their Everyone was like, why? I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking like shocker of the night so far. I'm like, holy shit. And we didn't even get to PJ's match. And yet. we didn't even get to the main event yet. No, because following the tag match so following the tag match right so out comes yayo who does not have an opponent for the night right so he comes out gets in the ring with ray and manny his two bodyguards but then shockingly out comes the evil little brother eric right out comes the evil little brother who gets in the ring and says First things first, Ray, Manny, you work for me now. I'm like, whoa, okay. I wasn't, I didn't see that coming. And he's like, and since you don't have an opponent for tonight, I got you covered. You have an opponent tonight. Let me worry about that. Gets out of the ring. They leave, right? A solid, like, couple seconds goes by. And please welcome back. The motherfucker, the milf hunter, the cougar conqueror, the devil of this place, the feral face. For the second time in the night, and yes, I did announce it twice, the whole fucking intro. I know, you told me, and PJ was surprised. It was amazing. So, out he comes to answer Yeo's challenge. And what a bloodbath this was. 
It was bloody. It was it was actually very bloody. Chair shots, uh, barbed wire bats, thumbtacks, yeah. thumbtacks. Yeah, this was yeah. bad. Fucking. Fucking face was brilliant. Face had crimson. He almost <laughs> had the crimson mask going. It was. It was. Yeah, it was getting there. So he homie, did over his forehead. Yeah, he side. did. Homie really, at the end of the match, threw himself on top of the tax. Yeah. Like it really was nothing. Yeah, because he's a fucking sick fuck. <laughs> sick fuck. Uh, face is the shit though. Face with his victory over Yayo is the new is the new IWA Zero Limit Champion. So face and I don't he dro- he lost the tag titles just to lose yeah, another title. Yeah, face walked in with a championship, lost it. And walked out with a championship. With a he pulled an edge. He pulled an edge in fucking elimination chamber 2010. Ironically enough. So now, unless the same you same day that we had a chamber. Yeah. Wow. So now, unless you get someone like Brock Lesnar, I don't see Face losing this title anytime soon. He is scary. Brock Lesnar can beat Face. I think we should get Nick Gage IWA. Ooh. <laughs> I ain't cleaning up that mess. <laughs> You could be a casualty of it. Fuck no! (laughs) That's Nick fucking Gage. I love Nick Gage, but I ain't ain't doing any hardcore stuff. That's not my style. What about Moxley? I think Uh, that's a stretch. Tony Khan doesn't want him doing anymore. But then we move into our main event. Yeah. PJ Savage versus Osito for the IWA Heavyweight Championship. Yep, Osito did double duty. That's on me versus some random dude in the crowd that just wouldn't stop getting beer handed to him. Beer. Beer. What? What? Oh, yeah, this is where your war began. Yeah, so after just because I kept saying PJ, basically, and chanting for PJ, instead of saying PJ sucks to me, he said, I suck. So naturally, I said, screw you. You suck. And then he said to me, and I said the same thing back, and just kept going. Until he stopped, and I stopped. Then when it started up again, he tried the same thing again. And I kept going. <laughs> and again, same result. And PJ won. Yeah. And he got quiet. Yep. This new persona. <laughs> this new persona of PJ, it, like, if you if you listen to our last episode of our podcast with our inter- our interview with PJ Savage, he's a face pretty much everywhere. This was like his run at a heel PJ Savage, and watching it unfold is amazing. He was vicious. In like, match, he man. was a whole different kind of animal. It was fucking wild. He didn't have the trunks. He had tights energy this time. Yep. The all black. Yeah. God. He's taking in that Voldemort energy. He really was. So, this match ended with PJ hitting the knee as he does in typical PJ beautiful fashion knee and PJ remains your IWA heavyweight champion so now out comes evil little brother Eric with uh now acquired Ray and Manny and uh he tells Osito look you fought hard tonight and Osito's trying to you know like not stay down and, and his he, nose is like busted. Yeah. Um during the match he suffered it's a, a pretty he, he 
took a bad bump. I'll uh, I'll get into that actually after uh, after the rest of the match. Um, he kept trying to say, "Listen, you know, you fought hard tonight, you know, and I'm, you know, despite you losing, I'm going to give you an opportunity at the championship. It's not going to be the heavyweight championship because that's out of your league, pal. But." How about I give you a match at Brandon Downey for the IWA Breakthrough Championship and walked out of the ring. But then out comes Frankie Fresh again. Yo, puppy. So he gets in the ring and said, basically breaks it down to, you don't just get to leave and come back and say, I'm co-owner again. You know, we could work together here, which resulted evil little brother Eric hitting Frank in the face. And then PJ goes to attack Frank with Ray and Manny holding up Frank and outruns the greatest damn showman, Jocko, and kind of holds back PJ. And I see PJ look at him and say, not you. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to... And now, what's to come? I have no fucking idea, but this war between Frank and Eric is definitely not over, and shit just got interesting. Well, Nick's depressed because you got the shit with the bloodline going on at the same time. He can't take... He can only take so much. Exactly. Like, like, I felt like He's I was... breaking se- apart I the felt, I felt like I was seeing Bloodline 2.0 happen right before my very eyes. I'm like, no, I can't take this anymore. I know. But, like, the only way to find out what's going to continue... Yeah. Watch intensity on Sunday. Yeah. That's the only way you guys are going to be able to continue see what's going to unfold with everything. Everything you everything the that fallout. happened. Yeah, pretty much everything from Anarchy Rules, you're going to see play continue to play out in intensity and it starts next Sunday the 26th. IWA Intensity Season 2 Episode 1 baby. And then IWA is right back out, right back at the Nut House at April 22nd, three days after my birthday and two days after the best holiday ever. But, and as you said, and was announced earlier today, mm-hmm. I will be taking on Osito at Mayhem. Yep. Osito, I'm actually not going to bash you. I actually like you. I mean, how can you not though? I I do agree with what Jerry said. He is like an adorable teddy bear. So like in re- person, like so, no joke. So real quick before you say what you gotta say, this is where um prayers out to Osito, man. Um during his match, he actually took a really bad bump. Yeah, really. And uh ended up not only breaking his nose, but getting a concussion as well. So yeah, so uh hope you're doing all right, brother. Seriously, take your time, bro. Hopefully, like, like I want to face Osito. Like, I honestly know that's gonna be fun. Yeah. And if he is able to make it, I'm I'll be glad about it. Mm-hmm. But if he can't, like, dude, focus on health. Health is always more important than trying. Just do. Just keep on going. But two matches announced so far, and that is Brandon Downey versus Osito, and Astro Morales versus Tahir James, the Grudge match. Yep. But Osito. I hope you do. I hope you do make it to the match because I'm actually looking forward to this. You and me are two of the biggest baby faces on IWA's roster. 
and we're competing for my newly won breakthrough championship. I want you to bring your fight because I know I will because I know how good you are. So bring your best damn shot. With that being said, I think it's time to close out the night, boys. Shout, right. shout out to everybody at IWA, man. Shout out to you. Shout out to me. Shout out to you for winning the title. Shout, shout out, out to the, put a podcast. Sh- shout out to the podcast because my boys were literally live as fuck the entire yeah. night. And it was amazing. It was amazing. Such an amazing night. Yes. It was great. And you know what? Honestly, we, I have to admit, like, it was awesome seeing you do your thing. You outdid yourself. You hyped up the crowd. And, you know, you you did better than the last show that I attended to. That The crowd wasn't as invested as they were last night. And you outdid it. Thank you. And I, I, I want to say this. The ref went down in my match. It was Jan. I kind of wish it was Jan. Oh my god! Damn. Such a good friend you are. It would have been funny. Wishing your friend Why you got do hit. That's a butt boy. Mullet man has such. Evil no, it's energy. not butt boy. It's butts. 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 Yo, shout out to butts too. Yo, shout out to referee John Butts, bro. Referee John Butts. Referee John. Word. Referee Q did it, came in, did his thing. Veteran he, referee Quint, uh, Quintaro, I believe his name is. We call him Q for short. Yo, he outdid himself. He really did. Era. He first time meeting him. He's from the uh, the Massachusetts scene, from what I hear. But dude's chill as fuck. We were yo, chilling with him before the show. It was great. He, he smokes too. I honestly think Sarah. So I can tell match he every match. He's I like, I, he's like, I can't do this sober. He, he they have I can't do this high. No, honestly, like he's the type of ref that, like, he's if I was ref. to be a ref or if I was to be like in the ref circuit, mm-hmm. I would try to get advice from him because he's, he's a really, really good ref. He's really great. He he was he really really, really did good. His job really great. Jerry has dubbed him the world's greatest ref. Yeah, I can see why. I I agree. I can see why. I will I will follow that up, I sir. Agree. I agree. Shout out to everyone that's involved that was involved in the show. Shout out to Nets Photography for, for literally photographing the entire show. Um, shout out to the audio guys. Shout out to Bob Culture Podcast and Pete Delange Bros. Shout out to our boy Gatano who does the music. Yeah, word. Shout out to the music guy who also was handing me waters the entire night. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Shout out to ev- literally anybody involved with the IWA. Everyone yeah. gets a shout out because literally everyone's here because you're here. So thank you. Shout out to the, that friend that I made that lives in the Bronx. Word. Shout out to Invictus Pro Wrestling. We will be sponsoring PJ Savage in, during their next event at the Bronx Brewery. The net, And speaking of shows. Yep. Uh like I said, February 25th, Rio Grande, New Jersey, Shore Star Wrestling, Zero Limits Academy. I'm in the six-way gauntlet match for the number one contendership to the No Limit Championship uh, between Charlie Bonifer, uh, Rocket, Rocket, Robbie Illuminati, Daniel Alexander, and uh, Jay, some guy named Jaden Staley. Damn. Damn. And then... Uh, March 18th, Russell Pro has their next show, Russell Pro Fest oh, in Rawway, New Jersey. Nick Wayne, Joey Janella, uh, Sean Spears, Gringo Loco, Gringo Loco, and the franchise, the franchise, Shane Douglas, and Heath. 
are all special guests that will be making appearances and having matches and signing autographs. That's going to be lit. And then the next night, I confirmed it today. Spartan confirmed it. I'm going to be back at Spartan on March 19th at Richfield Park. Uh, I'm not sure who I'm facing yet, but when it gets announced, I know it's going to be a good one. Mm. It's going to be a lot of fun. Don't miss out on Spartan Championship Wrestling. And again, April 22nd. We're right back at the Nut House. Back at the Nut House for IWA Mayhem. Osito, I'm looking forward to this shit. And we do. Yeah, and new. Uh Uh-huh, fuck you. And when we fucking do this shit all the fuck over again. Osito, it's your time, my guy. With that said, don't drink and drive, park and spark. It's always 420 somewhere. Enjoy the high side of life. Burn cushion out yourself. We'll